Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast, you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Hello there, and thank you for joining me for another romp around the playground of radio. This is podcast number 78, and we're getting nearer to that 100. If there's anything you particularly like me to cover in that episode, just send an email and we'll do our best. As I sit here recording this week's items, the sky outside is slowly but surely blackening, and we have a thunderstorm warning in place for a few hours' time. Bearing in mind that my antennas are up at 12 metres, how should I prepare for lightning? Do I earth my antennas, switch the system to a 50-ohm dummy load, or disconnect the feeder cables altogether? Well, to give you any sort of answer would take some time, but all I would say for now is that if you've never thought about it, now might be a good time to have a strategy. Just to put things in context, the voltage in a typical European home is 230 volts, and the maximum current you can draw through one plug is 13 amps. If you've ever had a mains voltage shock, you'll know it's pretty unpleasant. In comparison, a typical lightning bolt reaches 300 million volts at a current of 30,000 amps. Well, that's the sort of energy that would literally vaporise antenna wire and ham radio transceivers and you. OK, well, assuming you're not already running outside to lower your antennas, we'll carry on with our first item. Online learning in amateur radio goes from strength to strength, and a particular success story is the Bath-based distance learning scheme, which has helped many a budding ham to achieve their qualifications. And they have a new course about to take off. The popular Bath-based distance learning for the Amateur Radio Full Exam is starting again in August, and bookings are being taken now. The scheme helped nearly 800 students to pass the advanced exam under the old syllabus. Between 2011 and 2019, over 28% of the total UK advanced exam passes were BBDL students, and the pass rate was over 80%, compared with the national average of 65%. The new course will run from August to December 2021. Students will receive weekly work packages via a virtual classroom and will have access to weekly online tutorials. Students will also have access to one of the remote tutors who will provide feedback and additional guidance when required. There are weekly quizzes to check progress and at the end of the course there will be a number of mock exams. There will be no charge for the training, but applicants will need to work through a pre-course classroom and quiz to be eligible for a place. Each student will need to provide their own RSGB full-licence textbook and arrange their own exam at the end of the course. 
The deadline for course applications is August the 4th. To request full details in an application form, please email the Bath-based distance learning team leader, Steve, Golf Zero Foxtrot Uniform Whiskey, via g0fuw at tiskily.co.uk. And the website gives more information. Just go to badarc.webs.com. Badarc.webs.com. We all know that there is only one radio spectrum, but there's a huge demand to use it. This is the issue that Ofcom in the UK faces every day, trying to administer access to the airwaves in a fair and careful way to maximise the use of this limited resource. Ofcom have just announced a new strategy, which they hope will take into account the needs of spectrum users in the coming decade. The UK's regulator says that supporting innovation is at the heart of a new strategy for how it will manage the UK's airwaves over the next decade. Ofcom said that people and businesses rely on wireless services every day, whether it's delivering news, connecting to friends and family, automating factories or even monitoring changes in the natural world. Wireless connections are essential to how we live our modern lives. All of these services rely on Spectrum, and it's Ofcom's job to ensure this finite resource is used in the best interests of all in the UK, helping to make communications work for everyone. The new Ofcom strategy, called Supporting the UK's Wireless Future, explains how they plan to do this during the course of the 2020s, ensuring everyone can access the airwaves they need to innovate and bring better services to people. The strategy sets out an ambitious vision focused on driving continued improvements for wireless services, helping businesses and organisations with specialised spectrum requirements to access the airwaves they need, providing flexible options to support innovation and ensuring the efficient use of spectrum so it can continue to transform the way people in the UK live and work. To achieve this vision, Ofcom will be focusing on three areas in particular. On supporting wireless innovation, Ofcom say they will make it easier to access Spectrum by allowing certain airwaves to be used for innovation while their long-term use is still being decided, supporting innovation in new wireless technology and understanding, assisting and informing a wide range of organisations that could benefit from wireless services in the future. Secondly, Ofcom said it would apply licensing to fit local and national services, supporting the growing diversity of wireless services and providers, by looking at further ways to give organisations access to Spectrum on a localised basis, benefiting businesses like factories, remote farms and airports, which do not need to use Spectrum access across the whole UK. Ofcom would still support larger services that need nationwide access, such as mobile services. Ofcom will also promote spectrum sharing, encouraging better use of data and analysis when assessing conditions for sharing spectrum. Wireless networks would be more resilient to interference from other users, and users would strike the balance between the protecting of their services from interference, whilst allowing other nearby users the flexibility to use their services. Ofcom say that they will be working closely with businesses, public bodies and others to put their new published strategy into practice and to play their part in shaping the UK's wireless future. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo.
Over in Australia, it seems that an article which was published in its in-house magazine has landed the Wireless Institute of Australia in hot water. I haven't seen the article, so the mind boggles as to what was said and how it made it all the way to publication seemingly unchecked. The board of the Wireless Institute of Australia, the WIA, says that the June-July 2021 issue of their magazine Amateur Radio contained unacceptable racial and sexist slurs. Scott Williams, Victor Kilo 3 Kilo Juliet, president of the WIA, has issued an apology and retraction, in which he says that the Wireless Institute of Australia's board of directors became aware of a potential offensive and unacceptable racial and sexist slur that appeared in the most recent edition of Amateur Radio magazine, which is currently in circulation. The comments appeared in an article under the heading Editorial, where several statements were made which could be considered a racial slur, and further remarks that could be deemed to be sexist. The WIA profusely apologised for any hurt or harm caused by these comments. Scott Williams said that they value diversity, inclusion and respect and are working hard to create this within the amateur radio community. What had occurred was totally unacceptable to the WIA board, and despite the fact that the board was not aware of the item's inclusion in the magazine, nor had the opportunity to read the article prior to publication, the board accepts full responsibility for what had taken place. The current digital version of the AR magazine has been removed temporarily, whilst this article is re-edited and then access will be restored. Unfortunately, the printed version of the magazine is now in distribution and cannot be retracted. However, an apology will be included in the next edition of the magazine and will appear on the WIA website and social media mediums. The WIA board will undertake a full review of the events that occurred and ensure processes are put in place to prevent any such repeat of this unacceptable situation. On behalf of the WIA board, the President put forward a sincere apology to any member or individual that read the article and was offended by the remarks made. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. An interesting item now about watching telly in North Korea. Here in Europe, we think nothing of tuning our radios and TVs into any broadcast we fancy from wherever in the world it originated. How would I possibly be able to survive without access to Grand Sumo on NHK Japan, for example? Accessing media from countries around the world often gives an educational and interesting perspective, even on news happening in your own country. But... What if you lived in a country with a repressive regime, where all of your media access is strictly controlled, so that you only hear the message of the people who want to control you? 
In the North Korean capital, Pyongyang, households must report the number of TVs they own, and they face stiff punishments for hiding them. According to a Radio Free Asia news report, North Korean authorities have ordered residents of the capital to report the number of televisions in each household to stop them from watching banned shows from prosperous democratic South Korea, sources within the country said. In North Korea, access to media from the outside world is strictly controlled, and TVs and radios are manufactured to only pick up domestic channels and must be registered with the authorities. But residents do find ways to access South Korean signals, either by using foreign televisions or modifying domestic ones. Getting caught during routine inspections with a TV that can pick up illegal signals is a punishable offence. Residents with more than one television hide their illegal TVs during inspections, only to bring them out again to watch Seoul's latest hot drama or variety show. Authorities are aware of the deception and have issued a directive that every household in the city declare to their local neighbourhood watch unit how many televisions they have. A resident of Pyongyang, who requested anonymity for security reasons, said that residents were trying to hide them, but the judicial authorities were trying to find them. They search for TVs that can get South Korean TV channels in addition to the official channels. The unnamed source said that everyone knows that in Pyongyang, a population of 2.8 million, South Korean TV signals can be picked up in various areas of the city. Residents there have been known to have two or three televisions in their homes so that they can watch the legal channels during inspections and watch South Korean broadcasts in secret. And residents have developed clever ways to hide their illegal TVs. You can read the full article at www.rfa.org and our thanks to Stephen, G7 Victor Foxtrot Yankee, for spotting this item. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.